Game Week 2 is in the books and our pre-season thoughts, tinkers and drafts and now just a mere distant memory. We're moving on to Game Week 3 with hits and wildcards aplenty. Things are changing. Players and managers alike are testing positive for COVID. The only thing I'm positive on is that I'm still getting red arrows. This is the Bandits broadcast and this is the preview for Game Week 3. Had a bit of a stinker last week, so I've already taken action. So 49 points meant I plummeted down to 2 million overall rank. Um, So I've already done my three transfers. I'll just mention those now for a bit of context before we move on to anything else. Um, I've got rid of Aubameyang, which I always intended to do. Um, He's gone to KDB. um, And then I've got rid of ASM and Havertz. Um, Ferdin and Perdence have both come in. Um, that leaves me with a whopping 2.5 in the bank. Um, I'm undecided what to do with that. Um, I'm 0.1 away from straight doing Adams to Jimenez, which I think I would have done um, had I had that money. Um, otherwise, I'm, I'm quite hesitant to take another hit because that was just a minus four because I had two free transfers in the bank. Um, so I'm probably going to hold on to that cash. Um, maybe look at something else in a double switch next week for another hit. Um, Adams is on the shortest leash probably in my team at the minute he's a bit of a strange one um, he's already dropped down in price but he's he's annoyingly looked really good um, his XG is nearly one and a half goals um, he's had five shots all of those in the box three of those on target um, one of them didn't go in on Saturday due to a, a well deserved from, from Lloris which is <laughs> an uncommon thing to say um, but he, he's probably my next target um, so quickly then to, to kind of actually talk about the transfers I've done why um, KDB over Sterling I, I think with the pricing this year it goes for both the KDB and Sterling at 11.5 and Mane and Salah at 12 they're kind of both they kind of feel 50-50 before you take penalties into account so the fact that they are priced exactly the same means that coin flip just, especially at the minute with the amount of penalties being given, the kind of coin flip just kind of weighs in the, the direction of the penalty taker. There's no real justification I can see for picking either Mane over Salah or Sterling over KDB. I think the only slight argument for Sterling would be he's probably more, well, he is more likely to maybe hat-trick or get get you a get you a 15 point plus game week whereas KDB is probably a bit less likely to do that um, I mean saying that he got 13 this week so maybe you maybe justify the fact that you'll be captaining Sterling maybe a bit more than KDB um, but I think the fact that with penalties his general reliance means he's the better pick and his team selected by kind of go by that he's already nearly at 40% earned now which is which is a lot um, he's gone up in price um, this week straight away and he may even go up again before the deadline Foden is my next transfer so another City guy now a lot of question marks over this one simply because of his kind of projected minutes and I earned him pretty much all of the post lockdown weeks and he was quite frustrating to earn in the sense of he never could really bank on him starting that felt like a 
result of the the jam pack schedule. And I just think the older he gets, the better he gets, the more and more he's going to kind of be a reliable starter. I'm not under any illusion that he's going to start the next 36 game weeks. But I think he'll start the majority. If he starts, let's say, overall across the season, 28, 28 to 30, then at 6-5, he's more than likely to to outscore that value quite considerably. And when you're looking at the other... So the, so the other options you've got, kind of, if you did want to go a double city attack, you're either spending a fortune on another premium, so that would have to be Sterling, because Aguero's injured, or you're going Mares, who we're not sure about yet. He obviously had COVID. Um, it sounds like he should be back this weekend, but we're not sure. I mean, Mares, I, I can't see him starting any more than Foden. I think they'll both start the majority of games. Um, and then that's kind of it. I suppose the under, the other option is Jesus, but again, he's, so he's 9-5. He's 3 million more than Foden. Again, he's not going to start every game, so I don't think he's reliable enough to, to justify picking over Foden. At 6-5, he'll get as many starts as any other attacker, bar KDB and Sterling. So it felt like a felt like a no-brainer. He he was one that was in my my preseason thoughts before the blanks. So I'm just kind of sitting and riding with that. Um, the other one is Perdence, who's super trendy and kind of after back-to-back assists in the first two two game weeks, he's being brought in by quite a few managers. I'm actually kind of having not quite second thoughts about this because at five-five, it's difficult to have many. You shouldn't have many expectations about him anyway. But they've just signed a right back, and that knock-on effect means. So at the minute, Triore was filling in at right back. He will now expect to at least have some starts further up the field. He plays on the right. Perdence has either been playing on the right of Jimenez or a second striker. If they're still sticking a formation where they're playing kind of left and right wingers, you either will then have to bank on opponents being switch wings to accommodate Triore on the right and Neto getting dropped, who has also looked good. Or the formation stays with two kind of well second striker and then opponents kind of slots in there and stays there. But someone out of Neto and Triore then is getting dropped. And they're both obviously class players. So it's it's just something to kind of I don't think we'll see the new right back start straight away, so we won't know after game week three. But <laughs> I just think earmark game week four for opponents being dropped and then an immediate shift. Hopefully not, of course, but I just think he's, he's one to kind of be hesitant over. I'm kind of not regretting it. As I say, it's 5-5. Five, five. There's not much to regret there, but it's just something that he's not going to be long-term. I've got really nice fixtures until kind of game week eight onwards, so it's, it's not a hugely long term pick anywhere. So that by transfers, then we'll move on to kind of what else, what everyone else is doing at the minute as well. So there's what kind of wild cards flying at the minute, which is kind of kind of expected. A few people have penciled it in already, and I think game week two in general had a couple of couple of shock results. Not many clean sheets. Man United didn't look very good. So there's people kind of changing the plans straight away, and there's, there was already that fixture shift we've talked about before with 
And of Arsenal's fixtures getting bad, a lot of people had Aubameyang, and Wolves fixtures getting good, and them looking really good as well. So it's kind of expected. Um, so the kind of the main teams I'd be targeting then would be Wolves. I would be on triple Wolves if I was wild guarding. Um, that would probably be Pudence, Jimenez, and it would eat. No, sorry, Jimenez, and then either Pudence and one defender or two defenders. I think the kind of medium term the team with the most likely to hit clean sheets out of anybody so it feels like another, I don't have a defender at the moment and it's terrifying so I think that's that's place, that's the team's target after that Everton just have looked great and kind of it's kind of what we expected them to do with they've kind of covered the, the gaps that we wanted them to in the transfer window so I mean, he's obviously a very popular transfer already, but Dominic Calvert-Lewin is got to be prioritised. I mean, a forward line at the minute, I'd kind of want ideally either... Well, I'd want Calvert-Lewin and Jimenez, definitely, and then either Werner or then Chris Wood and spend the money elsewhere. Because Wood, I think he's just generally always, always just a bit underrated. He's had 10 goals at least the last three seasons. He's already got one in his first game. And Burnley have some really nice fixtures coming up. They've got Southampton this week, which isn't wonderful, but it's fine. And then Newcastle, West Brom, Tottenham, and then Brighton and Palace after a Chelsea game as well. So they're really good games, and kind of you'd expect Wood to be scoring or getting a return, kind of one, one every two, three games, which for six five is really good. Then of course City, um, they're just doing City things straight away. So I, th- I think it's. KDB or Sterling or both and then I would want Foden the, the defence is just a complete guess game and they don't seem to have a key clean sheet so fine I've just actually seen while recording this that the so it's City Bournemouth tonight in the Carabao Coca-Cola Carling Cup and Foden is starting which is probably not great um but also Maris starts, it kind of supports what I was saying in a way. You kind of just don't know who's going to play ever. So Sterling, KDB on the bench, so keep an eye on that. Back to wildcards then. Um, and I think the team to talk about is probably Chelsea, who kind of got the result you'd expect and they get losing 2-0 against Liverpool. Now, Rhys James, I think, is someone that we all need to be thinking about getting in sooner rather than later. He's kind of feels like what Marcus Alonso was doing on the left but now on the right and just seems to to look great um, they've got really nice particularly from a defensive point of view in the next three are West Brom, Palace and Southampton I mean Manu after that who, who knows what they'll be like and then Burnley and Sheffield United I mean out of those six games I wouldn't be surprised if they kept four clean sheets um, they've just signed a new keeper who, I mean, I'd be better than Kepper, so perfect to get Mendy straight in at keeper. He's 5 million as well, which is quite tempting. Um, but James has now just gone up to 5 1, um, which is really good. Um, I can't see anyone else starting over him um, unless they kind of reshifted um, as Peel to right back, but it doesn't have any signs of showing that. So I'd have Reese James straight in at 5 1, and he, uh, he'll be at the top of my. Because what I'm thinking about doing personally is. 
if Doherty and slash Spurs don't look fantastic. Um, if, well, <laughs> obviously they scored five goals, but if they concede again, then Doherty's going to be out for me because um, they've got not great fixtures after that, and I think Reese James will be top of that list. Um, after that, they're starting to get fit attackers. Um, Ziyech, Pulisic, all right on the fringes now. As soon as this front four um, of Werner, Ziyech, Pulisic and Havertz is fit and ready to go, we need to be looking at, if you don't already have one or two, we need to be looking at getting one or two there then. This is the kind of, the reason I start, I mean I've got rid of Havertz, but it's the reason I started with two Chelsea attackers, is because this Chelsea team wants the once they get going we'll start scoring three or four just regularly so it's something to to monitor they don't maybe look quite ready for this weekend but maybe look on it from, from game week four onwards I got rid of Havertz just purely on the fact that I prefer kind of the other players that I've got in but I mean any of these three midfielders I think we could be could be looking at quickly after transferring them out this week I suppose we should talk about Leeds um, after another <laughs> another goal fest another seven goal thriller um, Click is a bit of a trendy pick this week um, he's been brought in by quite a few he's on penalties which is obviously appealing I I'm a Leeds fan and I love Click but I don't like him as an FPL pick he's not going to get well Leeds in general aren't going to be scoring 3 or 4 every week um, the game we've played what was a bizarre game against Liverpool and then we played what is probably the third worst defence in the league in Fulham and we also conceded 3 so they've both been kind of circus games and we have to kind of that's not a good thing we have to kind of calm that down and kind of go back to what we were doing before which was being the best defence in the championship getting clean sheets and kind of well missing chances <laughs> um, we're not usually this clinical um, and just bearing in mind that, that Click scored six goals last season in the championship he's already scored two in the Premier League if you're expecting Click to kind of score another I don't know 10 I'd, I'd be very surprised if he doubled his tally going from Championship to Premier League I'd be happily to be surprised um, same with Costa he's just kind of I'm surprised he's I'm not mind being transferred in as much as he has I suppose I, I get two goals obviously I, again it, the, the game was mad it's nothing that's really sustainable and our next two, well, our next three games are horrible. Sheffield, Man City, Wolves. Probably three of the top five defences in the league. So I don't, I'm not quite sure what people are... Well, I know what people are seeing there. They're seeing a score seven in two games. But I'd be surprised if we scored three in the next three. <laughs> that brings us on to this week's... I've mentioned him already, but my spicy pick for this week is Chris Wood. He's only earned by 2.2%. The criteria, of course, is only earned by less than 5%. So Chris Wood fits that bill nicely. 
they have very decent short side fixtures as I mentioned already and he's super underrated generally and I think over the next five or so games you'll get your money's worth at 6-5 no doubt at all kind of sticking on a bit on the spicy track um, I think we need to talk about Crystal Palace just a tad they just got a 3-1 win against Man United and they looked great in game week 1 as well against Saints things will change a bit because we're expecting Batshuayi to kind of maybe potentially get in the team soon he had his bench appearance this week and Eze is kind of getting more and more minutes as well well more and more minutes he got an earlier sub than last time but these two players I would expect to be the 11 now those two players at those prices are great if they can keep playing how they are at the minute um, I also think Zaha is 7 well 7-1 is at the minute they have really 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 good fixtures just kind of completely over the next it kind of almost takes you to Christmas they've I'm kind of looking now between game week 3 and 13 the only difficult games kind of attacking wise are Tottenham maybe in 12 and Wolves in 7 they've got a couple more reds in there oh they've got sorry Liverpool's 14 but that's out of the range I was looking at they've got Chelsea in 4 which is showing up as red on the site but I, I don't think that's red I, I think more and more Palace players need to people just aren't kind of getting them in I don't really know why I, I presume it's just because people don't maybe trust Palace they haven't had a start like this I can't remember the stats but in years they've never won the first two games if you expect Palace to kind of get 50 or so points at the start of the season well across the season then why not get them early doors and then back these players from the start as well I think Zaha's a, a really fine player to be getting in right now. Um, he was right at the kind of top of my temptations for when I was bringing in my kind of. If you're getting rid of someone like Havertz, for example, and for a million and a half less you can get Zaha, I don't think, even if Chelsea get all their, their front lot back at the minute, Zaha just looks like he can score against anyone. So I think he should be right at the top of our priority lists. Um, and then. It'd be nice to have a five five nine striker as well. Um, Batshuayi and Ayu are both five nine at the minute. Ayu expect to maybe lose his space to Batshuayi, but then you need to kind of see how the team kind of forms around that. So I'd kind of monitor those, and then once Eze starts starting as well at six, smashing, brilliant. Let's go Eagles. I feel terrible for anybody that bought Deli Alley. Spurs have just gone and scored five goals. Son and Kane have both gone and got over 20 points this week. And Deli Alley is being shipped off if you can by Mourinho. So if you do own Alley, well, presumably you've got rid of him now. But all I can do is share my condolences. I really just don't like either of them. They don't excite me at all. 
Gareth Bale excites me, but he's just not fit, apparently. It's just... I should like at least Son. He don't score four goals and don't get thought about, but I'm really just... I haven't even done a little X and kind of popped him in there just to see what it looks like. I'm just not bothered by it. They're not going to score... It's a Mourinho side. They're not going to score five goals every week. They're not going to score two goals every week. So just err on the side of caution. If Son is matching his goal tally for the last few seasons, <laughs> then he's only got eight left over the last 36 game weeks. So just take it easy, maybe. Maybe I'm being a bit too critical, and maybe they're going to be absolutely fine and just completely play how they did this week but I just don't see it they've got Newcastle this week maybe it's super fine short term but I don't like it any more than that to be honest makes sense to me now to kind of wrap up every week just kind of an overall look at my team and kind of what I'm doing with my team this week I've already mentioned my transfers my captain this week will KDB which means my 11 is McCarthy as my keeper Mitchell Doherty Trent as my back three Foden Purdens KDB Salah as my mids, and then Adams, Werner, and Dominic Calvert-Lewin as my strikers. Ailing first on the bench. Hopefully I don't need him. So that's my 11. That's my week. Hopefully it's better than the last week. Good luck to everybody else out there. Please follow and ask any questions. Anything for next week as well for game week 4. Hit me up at FPL Bandit. Please like, share, rate, review, eat the podcast. Thank you for listening. See you next week.